Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Psychopath with me, Trey Mo. I got a special episode today. Before I get into it, you guys know I always update you on my life, whether it's just, you know, the same old shit, mom life, work life, school life, dealing with my child, getting big, all that stuff. But um, I want to jump into this guest. I've had um, many um, opportunities to collaborate with him. I stumbled upon him through a Facebook group and I just responded to his um, post and here I am. So without further ado, I want to introduce my guest, Ra. Yes, what happened? How you doing, Ra? I'm still alive, so I'm great. That's great. That's great. Um, so um, tell my listeners who you are and what do you do? Uh, I'll be your boy, boy, Raw Sash, uh, host of the All on the Table podcast. You can find me on YouTube. Um, at some point, I'm going to get back to my audio, but right now, we <laughs> on YouTube. Um, all on the Table podcast is exactly what it says. Everything is all on the table. We talk about any and everything. We don't give a fuck. If you easily offended, <laughs> I don't got the podcast for you. Yep. Don't go on. <laughs> You one of those people that's like, oh, I don't believe he said that. I don't believe they said that. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to listen to us because we don't we don't do the un, we don't do the censored shit. Like everybody I bring on my podcast has zero filter. If you like zero filtered conversation, we are for you. I also host versus battles. I got one coming up on October 20th. It'll be uh Seth the mobster versus Danny Cash. It is exactly what it says. It's a versus battle. They go on 10 songs back to back. If you love hip hop, tune in. You're going to fucking love it. Shit's crazy. All on the table. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. And hit me up on Instagram if you want to join the conversation. If you are an unfiltered motherfucker, only. <laughs> if you filtered, don't come on here because you're going to be upset. Well, they're listening to me. They know ain't no filter over this motherfucker Listen. at all. <laughs> at the fuck all. Welcome, talk some shit. Get <laughs> make it happen. You know what I mean? He got me on my element a little bit, though, guys. I'm on a Zoom, so if I sound a little nervous, it's just that. But um, yeah, that's what it is. All on the table. Like I said, I had the perfect, um, great opportunity to share um his platform. He he shared his platform with me um twice. Hopefully, again, you know, in in the near future. But um, being that you do podcasts and everything, um, so like, where are you from? Tell everybody like where you from. Like in West Philadelphia, <laughs> Philly, Philly. So how did you get your name? Like, what? How did you get like raw assassin? Like, where did that come from? So uh, I started rapping when I was like twelve years old. Oh, okay. And I played, I played around with a lot of different names and. Uh, a lot of my family, even people in the neighborhood, we always use raw. Raw is like a big thing. Um, you could take it how you want it, but raw means a lot of different things. And I'm probably all of the things that you're thinking of. You know what I'm saying? Except shooting up the club. I ain't doing <laughs> But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And back then, um, you kind of had to get into the battle thing. You wasn't, you had to get known. You had to battle a few people. You had to battle people that actually, was hot and my homie me and him was sitting one day he was like yo it's like you be assassinating these dudes man you killing them oh wow that's what's up and it was like oh shit 
Raw Assassin. That's what the name was, Raw Assassin. So, listen, I'm hip hop to the core of me. You know what I mean? I used to tag. Raw used to what? I used to tag. Spray oh, like spray paint? Okay. Yeah. I used to do all that shit. Hip hop was everything hip. Only thing I didn't do was break dance. Never been. A- <laughs> it is what it is. But can you? Fuck no. Oh. <laughs> I'm probably the, the 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 hoodest black person on the planet with no rhythm. It is with uh, the hey, but all good. <laughs> tagging raw session. That's a lot of letters. You ain't got a lot of time when you tag it most of the time. Uh, yeah. I was with my homie, rest guy rest his soul. RP. He was like, yo, shorten it up. And I and, and I shortened it to raw assass, A-S-A-S. So that raw sass is short for raw assassin. And I didn't had that name since I was man, like fifteen. Okay. When I first, I was like raw as an ass. I'm like, he must be an asshole. He want me. Be, he want me to be on his podcast because I thought you was on some Kevin Samuel shit. Oh, no, <laughs> so I was like, Don't the me. fuck up. <laughs> that I'm definitely an asshole. I'm. A- <laughs> That's what's up, though. You know, I, and you know, we we converse a lot. You know, through text and everything. You know, he's very inspiring. He definitely helps me out a lot. I never thought to ask him where it came from, so that I learned something new, um, today right now. Um, so, but yeah, like, what inspired you to like go the podcast route? So, uh, like I said, I did music a long time. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm I'm a big hip hop head. So I believe in hip hop. So. I used to do, I had another show years ago, and it's crazy because before YouTube really started popping, I actually had a show called The Random Show. The Random just, Show? Yes, it was just oh. random dumb shit that I <laughs> And that turned into me doing skits. Now, here's the crazy part. This was before motherfuckers was doing skits. This was before people was going viral for showing crazy shit and all of that. And I was doing it then, but I didn't stick with it. And it's crazy because I, if I would have stuck with it, I probably would be one of them motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life, First. life, life push you to where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. It is what the fuck it is. So I look Definitely. at it. So, um, years went on, and I actually listened to a lot of podcasts uh, even before they was like on YouTube or on TV and all that. I used to listen to them on like Spotify and all that type of shit. Uh-huh. Um, it's SoundCloud. Like this, how far back I'm going? I'm listening to the podcast on SoundCloud. Most motherfuckers probably didn't even know that they started this. I saw it on a post. Uh, the the black the, the podcast group I'm in. I'm like, damn, you could do spot. You could do podcast on on SoundCloud. Didn't even yeah. know. Yeah. So, um, a couple of my homies, I thought about it, and then a couple of my homies was like, yo, you really should do a podcast because, like, like you people want to hear what you got to say. Yeah. And I'm like, man, nobody worrying about hearing me. And he's like, nah, like, like you say shit in a way where it's like, damn, you make a motherfucker think about that shit. And it could be the most normalist, basicest. Yeah, yeah. It got nothing to do with nothing, but the way you explain it, the way you look at it, the way you think about it, you make people look at shit differently. You know. What so I mean? you're like the human hits blunt. <laughs> you know, they say the hits blunt. Yeah. Why they call it trap? Like, you know, shit like that. Okay. <laughs> So, and I, I played around with names. Um, I actually started with a group and one of my homies, he came up with the name All on the Table because we was, the goal was for us to talk about everything. Uh-huh. Um, started out five of us. Now it's just one. And I'm still going. It is what it is. I'm in my third season right now. Um, yeah. And I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. How do you break down the seasons? Because I was, you know, 
getting inspiration from others and stuff like that for doing seasons because I kind of don't be wanting to have like, like episode 1000 you know what I mean like so like when you so, do your season so how many episodes do you generally like do so it's not necessarily I don't base it necessarily on an episode thing, uh-huh. um because the first season the first season I put up a, I do an episode every week uh-huh. so and when I say every week I mean every week Oh yeah, I definitely I tune in. (laughs) I'm not one of those people that be like, "Oh, tune in every Thursday." No, I'm actually giving you a show every Thursday. Yeah. So for the first season, we was doing two episodes a week because it was five of us. We was able to do that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of creative thinking, a lot of different personalities. Yep. Exactly. So the first the first season was like I want to say like seventy something episodes because we did a lot of shit. Uh huh. The second season was just me. I broke it down to, no, we started off two episodes a week. Then it went down to one once it just became me. Uh-huh. Now I'm in the third season. I don't really break it down to uh, in episodes because it's it's a feeling. So for me, I didn't plan on stopping, but I uh-huh. ended up taking off the summer. So since I took off, I didn't want to come back like, oh, this is a continuation of this season. No, I'm like, fuck it. Uh-huh. This is a new season. Yeah. The thing with me is every time... I say it's a new season. I'm doing it a little bit bigger than I was doing it last season. So for me, it's the feeling. Uh-huh. I mean, I do something a little different, a little bigger, a little stronger, shit like that. Like this season, like I, this season started off with a fucking bang compared to all the rest of my seasons. Everything, all the other seasons started off kind of slow. This one, we jumped straight into the meat and potatoes off a of rip. Like it was no games fucking played. So yeah. that's pretty much how I look at it. So you mentioned seasons and everything so it brings me to my next question so how long like have you been like doing this like on roughly if you had to give a year like years or whatever i'm going on four years now okay I'm that's, go- that's dope i'm going on four years at this point i'm going on five months so you know <laughs> we'll be at that five year mark before you even know it did i think i was going to be going on four years of doing podcasting fuck no i'm here I didn't even think I would record my first episode. So, you know, like, and I mean, just even get it out. So, you know, like I said, but you know, you're no, definitely guys, his, his, his platform is dope. I really enjoy being up there and I enjoy the conversations. I enjoy what he does. Um, so like, so what does it, what does it do for you? Like podcasting, just, just, just what you do. Like what, like pretty much I'm asking, like, what rush do you get? Like, what does it do for you personally? Uh, for me that's my okay so from 15 to about 25 uh-huh. i was partying heavy i'm talking about i was in the military so that tells you a lot i was partying heavy overseas. the way guys he said 25 he he don't even look a day over 25. <laughs> got a lot like don't crack <laughs> he got a lot of the folks like that nah he, he doesn't look old Dirt, however old he is, you know, I don't ask, but Roger that. He's like uh, 18 and 25, so I'm assuming I'm 40, he's a little older. I'm 40 years old. Oh, okay. He's not that much. I've older been in the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I partied a lot during that 10 years. So after that, it was like, all right, you know, is it is it's not as fun anymore just going yeah. to the bar, just going to the club, seeing the same motherfuckers all the time. Like, oh yeah. So for me, this is my Friday nights out. You see what I'm saying? This is my Saturday. Oh, well, I, I record on Saturday night. So that's my Saturday night out. Yeah. Uh, it's just a bunch of us drinking, some people smoking, 
uh-huh. and having a good fucking time. You know what I mean? Once you hit a certain age, clubbing ain't the same anymore. Oh no, but, trust me. I was the same way. Where else? But Philly, it's it's a going to the club out here, you you risking it. You know what I mean? Like it is what the fuck it is. I mean, that's how it is in my my city. Well, I don't live in the city that I'm was born and raised in. I actually moved about 30 minutes away, but that's how it is in the city I was born and raised in. It's especially now. So it's a risk now. These young niggas, they don't just lost somebody I kind of like grow up with over the weekend. So, you know, definitely sucks. So, but yeah. The podcast started during quarantine. So it gave us something oh. to do while we were sitting in the house. You know what I mean? And you, you ain't want to be at everybody's crib. So it's like, damn, we could get on fucking Zoom. Yeah. We could still be drinking together. We could still talk shit together. We could still have a good time. And we sit here for shit. It's, it's, it's days where I said, I'm going to shoot for two hours. That shit turned into me. I'm starting at nine. Next thing I know, it's fucking three, four in the morning. I'm just. Oh, wow. We didn't sat here and got shit faced and talk shit for hours. Like, I worked the whole quarantine. So, I mean, literally worked my ass off. I didn't even have a fucking minute. <laughs> I work in a, in a medical field. So I did yeah. fucking thing. It is what yeah. it is. But you need that wind down. So for us, this was our wind down. This was our, let's sit back and chill and drink and have a good fucking time. I ain't got to come to your house. You ain't got to come to mine, but we uh-huh. should be here and see each other. It's not like being on a phone where it's like, you know what I mean? It's a yeah. somebody's face. So when somebody's laughing, you could see that. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had that. Like I said, my wind down was kind of like, I'm going to do Uber. So either way, I was just still kind of like working. I just was always on the call. I was always like, you know, but I was also in like a a weird situation too. I didn't want to be where I was at. So, yeah. Like that. But what, so, is there like a purpose for it? Like, <clears throat> like do you like? Is there a purpose? Like you said, you said like just, just like to make people feel good, or is just something like for you? Well, originally, the purpose was for us to just talk shit uh-huh. and put our conversations out there. But that turned into a lot of. I also, for those that don't know, and if you ever listen to my podcast, I play music on my podcast. In between different segments, different conversations. And that music comes from underground artists. I pl- I love the underground when it comes to music. I'm a hip-hop head to the core. So it turned into, damn, let me let me turn this into something that could help somebody. Yeah. So it's a lot of artists that I interview them. You may have never heard of them dudes or them uh-huh. ladies. But I interview some dope-ass artists. I play music from dope-ass artists. I host the 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 versus battle so because i want people regardless i never made it big in the music industry but that don't mean you can't and yeah. everybody don't have that avenue to be heard so let me help you be heard even if even if you come on my show and you gain an extra five fans that's five more fans than you would have gained by yourself that's true if i can get you that i'm cool with that yeah i, I think it's dope because you know you don't have a um being that you know your your platform and how what you do and everything, how you do the underground and stuff like that, how you just write in the post. Anybody want to talk some shit with me tonight? Like I like how you do that because it's like you. It's just I don't know. You're not. You, some people are, could just be real stuck up about the shit. Like oh, I'm not doing that with him. Like you know what I mean? Like or you know you, you, you get what I'm trying to say. Some people could really just be stuck up with the shit that they do, like, uh, especially had, with this type I've of environment. People, I've had a few people come on the show uh, to be interviewed or just be in a conversation. They was like. Uh-huh. I didn't know how the fuck I was going to go and take it before I got on the show. I'm, I'm that same person. I was like, I the same thing made me feel so comfortable that I could get out of my element and actually enjoy being in a conversation. People naturally want to fucking talk. 
Yeah. People naturally want to talk and you scared just because you don't know that person. I mean, you can't have a conversation with that person. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I've never actually met in real life. I, I just like yourself, never met you in real life, but you come mm-hmm. on the show and we could talk as if we knew each other for 10 years. Yeah, you definitely got that vibe. Like, like I said, the first time I was a little nervous because, you know, all my listeners know and I just touched with you. Like, you know, I just came out of this big old deep depression and anti-socialness. So I'm trying to branch out and everything. But, you know, the second one, I was just talking my shit. I ain't going to fuck. The third one's going to be even worse. It's probably like, Dremo, shut the fuck up. Damn, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Damn, it is what it is. (laughs) So you said you're West Philly. So, like, how was, like, your environment growing up there? Like, I've never been to Philly. So, like, you know, I was like, how is it just there? Like, you know, so you got the rappers that talk about it and everything, you know, but I'm not saying the shit is fabricated because you just never know. But, like, you know, saying being at your... uh, you know, you're someone that I'm just, you know, conversing with. How was your environment there? I mean, as or a, is or whatever, you know, you a kid, so uh-huh. you know shit, but you wasn't in the mix. So you can't really say like a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, when I was a kid, when you was a kid, you was a fucking kid. You wasn't uh-huh. in the mix. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even go in my old neighborhood no more. <laughs> that shit is literally the wild, wild west. And that's West Philly? You're from West Philly? Yeah, I'm actually okay. from West Philly, the bottom, just in case somebody listening and wondering, I'm from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Train on black all fucking day. It is what it is, but I don't go down that motherfucker. <laughs> you can lose your life down that bitch, and it don't matter if a motherfucker know you or not. It's a lot of hungry-ass wolves down there. It is what the fuck it is. Yeah. And that's not saying that I'm scared to go to my old neighborhood because if no, i go you're just being I, smart you got a lot going for exactly. yourself you if know? i go to my yeah. old neighborhood i'm gonna still get love but that don't mean that wolves don't wolves get hungry mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying like it is what it is so it just may happen to be that one day where this one motherfucker fell onto some type of hard time and say damn you know what he got a little bit more than me let me go on here and oh. take that so were you like a pretty well-known popular type person growing up no no no. no. Okay. I honestly speaking, even to this day, I don't really. I've never wanted to be that popular person. Same here. I still don't want to be. I'm just me. Uh, yeah. People who know me, they know me. People who fuck with me, fuck with me. It is what it is. But I've never been that dude that went out my way to be known by a bunch of people. You know what I mean? I'm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly speaking, the average person would never know it by listening to me or being around me. I'm a loner. Like, yeah, it don't seem like that. It doesn't. I could be by myself and be okay. Yeah. I'll figure it out. I've went through periods where I was by myself. I figured it out. I'm okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I can blend in with people. I'm not one of them people that's like, oh, I'm such a loner that fuck everybody. Uh-huh. At some point, everybody wants to be around a motherfucker. Like That's true. Because I'll be on that type of time. I don't go fuck about nobody. Then be crying like, I'm bored as shit. Dang, I ain't got no friends, you know? It is. So, yeah. I honestly got made. I got exactly three people, four people. I got exactly four people that I could call that I would hang out with on a normal basis. Two of them don't even live in the same state as me. Uh-huh. Two, they work so fucking much that I see them when I see them. Yeah, well, you know, we like all grown ass fucking men, so we ain't uh-huh. just like, oh, we gotta be around each other. Fuck no, I'm in the crib. Uh-huh. Fuck you, tell me, I'm in the house with the wife and the kids. Like I ain't in the streets like that. You know what I mean? Speaking of, it's your anniversary weekend. Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. How long you guys are married? Four years. Four? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. How many kids do you guys have? 
collectively three. Collectively three. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I'm 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 so for like marriage and all that stuff. So you know. So like, how was your like childhood though, growing up? Like, was it shitty? So like poverty. Shitty. Shitty. I I grew up in the toilet. So how do you think that like shaped you, molded you to who you are today? It taught me. It taught me that. Um, you got two choices in life. You can uh, pay for everything, or you could go get it yourself. Yeah. I learned as a. I learned when I was about thirteen. You got to go get it yourself. Uh-huh. Now, going to get it yourself don't always mean you got to run to the streets because uh-huh. it's shit that's out there. Most people think, oh, the only thing I could do is run to the streets. That's not necessarily true. I've done both. I did the streets and I did the not streets. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to eat. You got to eat to survive. You got to eat to live. So that's it's up true. to you if you eat or not. It's not up to somebody else if you eat. A lot of people got this misconception that everybody's supposed to help you. No, the fuck <clears> is that? Oh no! Yeah, no. That's too. I don't like entitled people. You suppose it's not even about being entitled. People just a lot of people believe that. Oh, I know you. You got it. You're supposed to do this for me. That's not true. Yeah. I went out and I worked for months. I don't have. Why did I have to work for mine to give it to you? That's yeah. That's true. You know what I'm like uh-huh. it's certain things you got to eat. You want to drink. You want to smoke. You want to get to a destination. Uh huh. Right. But these is four things you chose to do because you could not eat. I mean, you're going to die, but you could not eat. <laughs> you could not drink. You could not smoke and you could stay your ass in the house. Yeah. It's because you chose to do one or all four of those things. Don't mean somebody got to help you to do it. It's your job to do it. So I learned when I was a kid, I wanted, I like to eat. I'm a fat <laughs> nigga. I like to eat. <laughs> I got to do what I got to do. I got to go to work. I got to do what the fuck I got to do. Then I chose to have kids. They got to eat. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh I like to sip. I got to keep a bottle on deck. (laughs) I smoke cigarettes. I got to keep smokes on deck. I like going places. I got to have a car on deck. I got to have gas in that car. It's not nobody. It's not even my wife's job to do these things. It's my job. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of people forget Uh that. So my childhood taught me that this is what life is. Life is not about sitting back and assuming that people will give you shit. You uh-huh. want it, you go get it, you earn it. And it feels better when you earned it yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who really wants to keep eating off somebody else's plate? Yeah, it's like you're a fucking, what was that shit? A munch? That's yeah. the word. <laughs> you really okay with eating off somebody else's plate? <laughs> And as a grown ass man, that should make you feel like shit. Yeah. Well, some people don't. Some people don't feel like that. I know a couple of people. I know a <laughs> lot of people. A lot of people that's that's okay with it. I I can't. I've been smoking cigarettes since I was like thirteen. Oh. I can't tell you the last time I asked somebody for a cigarette. Yeah, that's crazy because them shit is addicting. I drink. I've been drinking since I was in my teens. I can't tell you the last time I said, "Yo." Let me get some of that bottle. I always got my own bottle. What'd you I'm drink cool. on anyway? What's your, what's your, what's your? I only drink vodka. I don't, I'm not touching uh, nothing else. If I come to your, if I come to your party, your club, your bar, your barbecue, <laughs> it don't matter. If you don't got vodka, I'm not touching it. <laughs> so but, any specific brand or just I any prefer, kind of vodka? I prefer Belvedere over anything else. And that's you drinking now, right? 
Indeed he do. Okay. I, 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 listen, I like to drink. I keep me a <laughs> It is, it is. So was that the same bottle for every like you you got a new bottle every Saturday night or is it like, you know? No. Pretty much. <laughs> so this size bottle, if I drank it by myself, would probably last me <sighs> a month cuz I only drink, Okay. I only drink on the weekends. Okay, okay. Typically, uh depending on how I feel, I might have a drink on Sunday depending on what's going on, but typically from Sunday uh-huh. From Sunday to at least Wednesday, it's very rare that I drink anything. I'm pretty much only drinking water. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't drink anymore, but when I did drink, I was a dark Remy girl. I I really just was a Remy person. You know what's crazy? I went through, I probably want to say a good year and a half, two years, where all I drank was brown. And Uh I started realizing that brown wasn't good for me. Yeah, it's not really, like, you know, because vodka, they say that it's, if you do, you know, drinking, they say it's not healthy anyway, but if you were to drink, like vodka is more of the vodka, a better way, health, health, health route, you know, are the best two, the best two alcohols out there for you. You said vodka and what? Tequila. Tequila. I just can't, I can't do the taste of tequila and vodka with my history of just drinking. Cause I mix vodka. I can't drink vodka straight. I could drink like Remy straight because I don't. I feel like that's dark. You shouldn't chase the dark. That's how I feel. Pretty much everybody who drinks dark liquor drinks straight. Yeah. But if I do vodka, then I t- tend to like, you know, when I did drink, I tend to overly drink because I'm like mixing it with juice. So I'm tasting more of the juice than anything. Now I'm just like, oh, I want to drink more, I want to drink more. But I didn't have any self-control. So, so <clears throat> every everything in life has a balance. Uh-huh. And like for me, I went through a period where shit, I was drinking just to go to sleep. Oh. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah, yeah. every fucking day. I was going through a bottle every couple of days because I'm getting mangled nightly. But I started realizing like my body wasn't right. I'm uh-huh. tired. I'm sluggish. You know what I'm saying? Like you I'm just, just wasn't right. Like yeah, yeah. No, I drink every day too. You just feel like, like ugh. I fall back on that. Like even like like if I drink all weekend, I'm still uh-huh. drinking water all day long. Yeah, but, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still drinking that water. A lot of people forget, man. You're supposed to drink half your body weight in ounces of water every yep. day. But everything that you put in your body, you're supposed to drink that amount of water on top of which is ounces that you originally should be drinking. Uh-huh. But people forget when you go ahead and drink. And also, too, for real, for real, you only need two shots. You sound like my mom. I was like, you don't got to drink that much. I repeat to her. You only need two shots. I used to get disgustingly drunk. That's because a lot of people don't realize liquor hits you slow. It don't actually hit you. When the liquor hits you, that means you've been drinking for a while. Yeah, yeah. Once you get to that, once you say, once you take two shots and say, I ain't feeling it, and you took that third shot, that third shot ain't going to hit you till after those other two hit you. That was me. I used to take like five. Like, I'm still not fucking drunk yet. And then next you know, I'm fucking shit faced. Because it all hits you at once. Yeah. And my mother's like, you drink like you, you supposed to drink like a lady. You drink, you supposed to drink to get nice, not shit faced. It was I had a problem. So, you know, you know, so I'm just a little afraid to kind of like go back into it. I think once upon a time, every single person that drinks. <laughs> but, yeah. Like I said, you gotta learn your balance. You gotta learn. Look, okay, for me. I know that all I drink is vodka. Uh-huh. I don't care what else you got. I don't care what else is in the building. If it's not vodka, I'm not touching it. 
Uh-huh. Secondly, certain vodkas, I know if it's on the if it's on the bottom shelf, I'm not touching it. I yeah. don't drink nothing bottom shelf at all. Mid and up. Uh-huh. So anything under Amsterdam, I'm not touching it. Like I'm not even <laughs> I'm cool. Like you got that shit. I would rather not drink than to drink something that I know is gonna fuck me up. Yeah, I know when to fucking stop and start drinking water, but I've been drinking. I'm 40 years old, so I've been drinking for a long fucking time. Yeah, you know I'm saying I figured that shit out. I'm sure you had your fair share of I'm never drinking again moments. <laughs> it's, 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 it's times where I didn't wake up at five in the morning early, my fucking guts out. I'm not at work the next day mangled still. Like, mm-hmm. Listen, we all done been through it. It is what yeah. it is. Like, I'd have been like, go from job, a job, like, because I, I used to drink so much. Nah, it was bad. I got let go because I used to just be at the, at work, like, fucked up, reeking of liquor. But I was like 22. You know what I mean? You live and you learn. But, you know, yeah. I, I had definitely learned a harsh lesson. I felt like, you know, the lesson I had to learn because I was really moving fast that I couldn't find a job for a year. So I had to really get humbled and really just detox, like, mentally, physically, and from alcohol to kind of like listen this is what you gotta do because i was such in party mode i didn't care about nothing my bills nothing like so you know it was it was bad it happens, <laughs> it, happens. it is what it is like you uh-huh. can't really let it phase you you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. you just grow from it um i didn't we was talking on facebook i remember you said you want to be a part of this conversation um i want to touch on like women right and custody of their kids like how do you feel about a woman losing custody of their children even if like the circumstances like like even if the circumstances like kind of like you know it's beneficial for the kids like how does how, how does that how does that like what is your take on that i'm gonna be honest with you i think i can't speak for years past i'm i can speak for right now what uh-huh. i from what i see it's a lot of females out there that shouldn't have any kids yeah i, I agree a lot of them just ain't worth shit uh-huh. and that's not i'm not saying all Definitely not saying that. Uh-huh. Um, I also feel like it's a lot of kids that suffer from a a, a bitter ass baby mom. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like you had kids with a person, y'all not together. That kid has nothing to do with that. That's true. Don't put the kid in the middle of that shit. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like my daughter. Never once heard me say anything bad about her mom. Uh She went her whole life hearing her mom say bad about me. You shouldn't. I feel like you shouldn't do. Not saying just because it's me, but I feel like in general you shouldn't do shit like that because the kids ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah. And if the person ain't shit, then the kid will see it eventually for themselves. That's not always true. You don't think? You think so? No, that's not always true Uh because you could look at it was it was a. I forget what show this was. This was like a few years back. This one dude, his he had three daughters, uh-huh. bitter ass baby mom, and his baby mom convinced the three daughters that the reason she left is because he was molesting all three of them. Wow! Now was that that Tyler Perry movie? No, this was like a, oh. this was like some real life shit. Oh wow! <laughs> They end up doing a lie detector test, come to find out he never touched the kids. Uh-huh. And then the mom admitted the reason she said it was because she didn't she wanted to turn the girls against their dad. Uh-huh. A lot of 
chicks out here that's doing shit like that. And it might not go as far as saying the whole molestation thing, which I thought was like way over the top. Yeah, yeah. It's in general. If you mad at that dude, you ain't got to be with that dude, but don't take the kids from him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I find myself kind of not not doing that, but just like if I'll be mad at my child's father and oh, you know, like I'll just try to like harbor my child, but I'm just like, you know, I, I didn't grow up with the father, so it's kind of like, you know, I don't want her to like deal with that being that he is involved and he loves, you know, what I'm saying our child and that suffer in that situation. Yeah, is. And the parents gonna be who they're gonna be. Y'all are mm-hmm. adults. The kids is the ones that suffer because now they grow up without one side or the other. Yeah, which is fucking shitty you know what i'm saying like uh-huh. there's a lot of people out here that wish they was able to grow up with both sides but they couldn't because of you know whatever reasons so i think that's kind of yeah. shitty. my mother would do that sometimes too like i mean but you know my father was everything she was saying but um i do kind of feel like she being that you know he was incarcerated a lot and he was um on drugs and everything you know she just like just had debate to just say it but it's kind of like i kind of like just prejudge them even when he did try to come around and stuff like that. But also, he also didn't like prove himself either. So it was kind of like she was right. But I kind of feel like she should have just how do you fell back from that like a little bit. In that instance, as the dad, how do you actually prove yourself? It's impossible to prove yourself. Because if you try to prove yourself, then you it's almost like you've proven that person right. Well, I mean, like it's his and his um like in his just like way, he just kept being on drugs and you know he just wasn't really consistent that's kind of like how it was for like that has, you know huh? that has nothing to do with how he could have still raised you he just wasn't around so i don't know he was always incarcerated i'm not sh- like i said it's a long yeah. line of things you know i, it's, every, I don't really you know every uh, situation is different but know? i do kind of wish he didn't bash him so much because even like i said when he did have his quote-unquote i guess good moments it's like even just me talking like this you know what i mean but like I just kind of like shunned it anyway because it's like, eh, you ain't shit because my mother pretty much said it. You know what I mean? So, but and then it's like all I knew was her anyway. So it's like, it must be true. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why I just, you know, certain things like, you know, my child's father is nothing like how my father was. So, you know what I mean? I just don't, I don't, like, I don't do man, it. Man, you'll never <laughs> actually be able to prove yourself. Yeah. Because you're so focused on trying to be in the kid's life, not uh-huh. that I'm not what that person is. Yeah, try to prove what that person say I, I am kind of gets in a way. So it's like, all right, let me not think about that. Let me just be present. And, you know, and even with him, uh, he says to like my siblings and stuff like I don't even bother with Dre because she doesn't want me. In my, uh, she doesn't want me in her life anyway. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like you don't know that. So it's I don't know. <laughs> gave him If you gave him that. So here's the thing. Life is like boxing, right? Uh-huh. You can only fight but so long until you can't fight no more. Yeah. And it's a lot of dads out there that fight so long that it gets to the point where it's like, yo, it don't matter what I do. I've already lost this fight. I could sit here and keep trying to fight, but I'm never going to win it. So it's like, yeah, what's the point of me keep fighting this fight? At that point, you're now considered a deadbeat dad. Uh-huh. How hard you tried. And that other person fought you, fought you, fought you. Because at the end of the day, whoever the child lives with is always going to have the demanding say. Uh-huh. Because you're constantly around this person. Yeah. You're in this person's presence. So you're feeling what this person is saying. You're going to have more love for this person because they right there. 
Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And this person is constantly bashing, 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 bashing. bashing. On top of like in my case, she'll cry sometimes. So it's like you know what I'm, saying? I'm crying. Like, you know, so you just start feeling them feelings, you know. So you know what I'm saying? So you're you're gonna look at that other person like he ain't shit or she ain't uh-huh. shit, no matter what. That's just what it is. So now that person can fight, 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 but you didn't already made up your mind fucking six months ago that I don't fuck with you. I'm just around you just to say I was around you. Yeah. And but you, as even as a kid, you may not know it or may not see it. But trust me, that adult feels that. That yeah. dad or that mom, they feel that and they know, damn, it's really nothing I could do. So I could just do what I can. And if that don't work, I mean, That's it right. is you can only fight for so long. That's true. That's true. That's why, you know, I, I made a podcast about my father, just the trauma I felt like I experienced. And um, I don't think it will affect me as much. I'm like he wasn't in my life anyway, but I realized it kind of like did, you know what I mean? Like, dang, I didn't even think it would make me so angry a little bit talking about these emotions, you know. But it is what it is. It definitely is what it is. Fucking much. I have. I am impl- um implicating a new thing to um my podcast for everybody that's listening. Um, I check my an- analytics. I hope I'm saying it right. And I see a lot of my um people who listen are like men, which is shocking. I didn't think men were listening. I thought I kind of like that. I thought I was like more um, so speaking for women. <laughs> so here's, here's the thing that the average person don't understand about podcasts. Not too many women listen to podcasts. They feel like uh, unless you talk with a bunch of ratchet shit. Yeah. Talking a bunch of like uh, dick sucking stories or <laughs> fuck men. Men ain't shit. Unless mm-hmm. you're talking about that type of shit. Yeah. Females don't really want to listen to that. But do yeah. <laughs> listen to something that has something to do with life. Yeah. You know, like my podcast is mainly like, you know, just to inspire. I talk a lot about my postpartum depression. I have a couple, I don't want to say dick sucking stories because like I said, that's, that's not my favorite thing to do. But, you know, I got my little thought stories. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, with that being said, being that my analytics is like main, mainly men, um, I'm applicating a, um, a game and being that, you know, you're my second guest and you're a hip hop head. I had to reach out to my cousin because I'm I'm hip hop, but like you know, he's super hip hop. So I was like, I need some help with this because you know, I gotta like I want to try and fuck his mind up a little bit. So I got a game called Pick One and Why, and it's Philly edition because you know you from Philly, so shout out to Philly and shout out to my cousin Mel for doing it. So, um, I'm gonna give it a couple people like comparisons from Philly. And I want you to pick the person and why. So some of these people I heard of, some of these people I didn't. So if you are hip hop heads, that's listening. You, you may know some things and he may teach me some things and whatever. So the first person I want you to pick, you know, I mean, pick one and why. And this, these are Philly people. So he said, Kerr versus Leaf Ward. If you no. prefer one. Who the fuck neither one of them do? <laughs> he doesn't know. I don't know. If you if they are battle rappers, I don't listen to battle rap because that's no, he's just I just said I, I just asked them about Philly rappers, like Philly, yeah, like you know, I mean, hip hop. I know you say you're a hip hop head, you know. Just me listening to those names. I want to assume that they battle rappers. Okay. But yeah, I don't know who neither one of those is, so I say neither. Okay, so what about young Chris versus Meek? Uh, I haven't been a, a fan of Meek since the day he dropped. You haven't, you said? No, no. I, I still be- I believe that every song he has ever put out sounds like every song he has ever put out. I, I agree. If you take 
75 of his songs and play them in a row. Uh-huh. Sound like one long ass verse with the beat <laughs> changing. So I'm taking young Chris all day. Young Chris. Chris is lyrical. He's uh-huh. worth listening to. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Chris all day. And Chris was writing for fucking Jay-Z. Fuck you talking about. Was it? Wow. I never knew that. I got to. Now I got to ask him because he's a hip hop head. Okay. So what about Oskino versus Gilly? Ah, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Oskino. Uh, okay. Gilly's best bars came out of Lil Wayne's mouth. Um, yeah, he so, Wayne definitely took his flow. No, 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 no. I think so. No, 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 no. No, no. You, I guess you didn't catch what I just said. He <laughs> wrote for Lil Wayne's. What you're saying, right? Yes, but Lil Wayne, this didn't he take his like pretty much his flow after it though, right? Because he wasn't rapping Actually, like that before he signed them. I know a little bit. I know a little bit, but not as much. So <laughs> for for me, Gilly's best bars came out of Wayne's mouth, not out of mm. Gilly's. Oskino actually. I fucks with Oskino. Like, uh-huh. Lyrically, ball definitely nice. I think he's definitely underrated, but he's nice. I wish he could have stayed out of fucking jail long enough to really blow up, but that's Philly for you. It is what it is. So Oskino all day. Okay. Um, He had Beanie versus Freeway. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be controversial to most, but I'm taking mm-hmm. free. Really? I fucks with Beans Heavy. Beans got yeah. three classic albums. Uh-huh. He has no classic albums. Uh-huh. But lyrically, Free was that fucking dude. Free was that fucking dude. Uh-huh. Okay. Taking Freeway all day. He said Meek, but you said you don't like Meek, but I'm sure you're probably going to pick um, but Meek or Petey Crack, because they're kind of like similar too. Like they're not similar at all. They're and- rapping a little. When Meek first came out, I thought it was Petey Crack. I thought Tupac pack Tupac back was Petey Crack. I really did. I don't know what the fuck you was listening to. I, I'm from I'm from Connecticut. I, they sounded like to me. They really did. I'm not even a super Petey <clears throat> fan. I think Petey is for the ladies. Okay. Petey got. At least Petey got some songs that I could listen to. I can't uh-huh. listen to Meek at all. Like if you put on, if you put on them, if I come to your crib and you put Meek on, I'm gonna go outside and smoke. You don't got one Meek song you don't like. Like you like, no, not one. No, I could have got out about three, but like you said, he just sounds the same. He rap about the same shit. It's kind of like where's your yeah. verse? Te- verse for, for, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is like a podcast edition. I'm not really sure if you listen to them, but um. They're from Philly. Um, so what about you know Mona? I don't know if you know Mona. Don't call me white girl. Uh I've I've seen a couple of her, I've seen like snippets of a couple of her joints. Oh, okay, so uh, you're probably gonna pick um Gillian them then, right? Million dollars worth of game. If I'm you had to pick thinking, I don't like million dollars worth of game. No! Um, I feel like so for me, I think Gilly trying too hard mm. for me. Um, I think if he he's not like Wallow is being natural. I like Wallow. Yeah. Gilly is trying too hard. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what dumbs it down for me. Like, okay, okay. let's take drink chance for instance, right? Uh-huh. Nori, if you if you didn't know how Nori was, you would assume that Nori was like portraying a role on his podcast. Uh-huh. But that's naturally him. Yeah. Wallow, naturally him. Gilly. It's naturally him, but forced in a sense. Oh, okay. So for me, it's like, all right, you trying to do too much. So that's what kind of dumbs it down for me. 
Um, when it comes to the chick, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really want to hear all your fucking stories all day long. Like, yeah, that's just me. She don't really touch on. She touches on a lot. Everything I ever every well, <clears throat> it's just the shit that people share. Everything. Yeah, I they, they they share a lot of her. I guess controversial or whatever or something. You know, the uh, why you being weird to me stuff. But she really yeah. does talk about real shit. Like, I've I've never actually <clears throat> listened to her podcast because I've only heard those couple things and it was just like, all yeah. Right. Well, if you get a chance, you should check it out. I think she's pretty. I think she's pretty dope. Because you said it out, check it out. Yeah. Well, I got an honorable mention, but you can't pick just because it's the obvious. Okay, just because it's the obvious. <laughs> but the Steelers or the Eagles, but not because of the obvious. <laughs> well, if you know me, if you know me, you know I blew you green. Yeah. So but I mean, like. It's not obvious for me. If anybody <laughs> that know me personally will tell you, I, the only reason people don't see me on my podcast wearing green is because mm-hmm. I sit in front of a green screen. Yeah. If I wasn't in front of a green screen, then that every episode I would have on 90% of my wardrobe has an eagle on it. Wow. And I only said Pittsburgh because obviously it's Pennsylvania, but you know, that's not a Philly thing. But you know what I mean? I just try to incorporate it a little I will, bit. I will tell you this. I will tell you this, right? Mm. It's one thing that I really, 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 from the bottom of my heart, want to see before I die. I want to see the Eagles versus the Steelers in the Super Bowl. I would fucking love that. And they're not in the same division? No. No. So I love to see. I watch football, but the divisions, I, it's still kind of a little, it's a little bit, a little tough for me, a little bit. I don't know who's what. The whole state would go bananas if them two. That would be dope. That shit would be banana. I would love to see that. Well, when the Eagles won a few years ago, when they played the um, Patriots, when Tom Brady was on it, you was happy. I know, but when they but they came out the meat. How did that make you feel? So, <laughs> you don't like me, no. So, <laughs> and he was locked up at the time too. Um, for me, for me, it was beautiful because one, I was in the Navy the first time we went to the Super Bowl and Tom Brady beat us. That was years ago, right? I don't think I was watching football then. But 2002. 2002. Yeah, I, 2002, yeah, I wasn't into football then. Yeah, he beat us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donovan McNabb, bitch ass, threw up on the field <laughs> and all that. It is what it is. I ain't going to get in all that. <laughs> but so us going back to the Super Bowl and playing against him, it was like that. Now, honestly, that year, that season was crazy because it was yeah. like, Wentz was having an MVP season, then he got hurt. Uh-huh. Nick Foles played horrible everywhere else, and then we brought him back to play on the Yeah, yeah. And then he, he took in happened to be the one. Then he got traded the next year, right? Every t- Nick Foles' <clears throat> whole career has only been good when he played in Philly. He has never played good anywhere else. Uh. That's the crazy part. He has he, everywhere he went. Nick Foles was about to retire before the Eagles called him back and was like, yo, don't retire. Come be the backup. Was the um coach? I'm probably reaching a little bit. Like I said, I, I me and my child's father, we were together for like six years. So I kind of just started getting into football when I got with him. Was the um what coach was the coach from um the one that Sierra husband? What's his name? The one that's on the Denver Broncos now. Oh my god, what's his name? Russell Wilson. Was that coach? Wasn't it his who was the coach that year, right? No, he wasn't no, the coach Doug, that year. Doug Peterson was our coach. Oh, okay, see, I thought I thought, but then he he then he coached for, for the Eagles. Fuck no, Russell Wilson's still playing football. No, Russell Wilson's coach from the old team. What's the old team? Fuck no, he's still there. He ain't he's still in Seattle. 
He never played. He never um coached no, the Eagles. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. No. Pete oh, Carroll. okay. No, you talking about Andy Reid? He he's he's the coach of the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah I, no. I I was one of them. Listen, Andy, I I know Andy a little Reed bit. Left. Andy yeah. Reid left. Doug Peterson took over, and Doug Peterson took us to the Super Bowl. I believe his second season. Oh, okay, so but he had recently just left. Yeah. The Eagles. Okay, I knew it was something along. Like I know a little bit. Listen, you see my post from years ago. I'd be like, hate football, but now I like it. No. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a that was a good one because Sunday, I'm glued to the TV. It is everybody. Um, you know, we're New England, so a lot of people were, were Patriots fans. Except for the people I was all around, they hated the Patriots. They just hate. They hated Tom Brady. So for the Eagles to win, that was <laughs> that was a big thing. And to see Tom Brady, you know, be all mad and stuff. But yeah. I mean, you know, I like Tom Brady though. But I mean. I, I can see why people don't like him. Fuck Tom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's that was good. Um, before I close out, you say you like the underground, so I just want to let you give some people some shine. So, if you want to name three underground female rappers or male rappers that you think I should check out or any of my listeners should check out, um, three underground rappers that I feel like y'all know. male and female, or just you can mix however, however you want to get. So I say three and three, so whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh, three and three. So like three male, three female. But if you got more males or more females, that's fine. Okay, too. so on the female side of things, I would say petty ass punkin. Um, okay, I do believe she's a dope ass fucking artist. I'm fucking with her heavy. Where's she from? Uh, she's from Chicago. Uh, petty ass punkin. Okay, yeah, so she's like a mix between. Um, to me, she's a mix between Remy Ma uh-huh. and Meg Thee Stallion. Okay. So she got that freak body with that gangster. Uh-huh. I fucks with her. I fucks That's with her. Uh, a lot okay. of emotion in her music. Um, for the youngins out there, I would say Sophia. Uh, that's Sophia with two A's. And where's she from? Uh, she's from St. Louis. Um, okay. I fucks with her too. Um, like, I ain't going to fully say she's my wave of music. Uh-huh. If you in that, if you in that 17 to 30 range, okay. And all the shit that you want to hear. She's putting out shit that you want to bop to. Like, like she's okay. saying all that little fly shit that motherfuckers want to hear. All right. Sophia with two A's. Yeah, with two A's. Um, all right. It's another chick that I just stumbled upon recently. Uh, her name is Shunna Red, S-H-U-N-N-A, Red. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Fuck, shorty is fire with the bars. I'm talking about like fire. She from, okay. I do believe she from Atlanta. Like shorty okay. is fire with the bars. Like, like honestly speaking, if, if uh-huh. you didn't know she had titties, you would think she a dude with a soft voice. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, she fire. I fucks with shorty. Real I'm going to definitely check them out because the female rap game right now is just too catty for me. I just can't do it. Uh, <laughs> from what everybody's saying, the females is running the game right now, but I think majority of them all sound alike. Um, I'm not a fan of Glow Rilla like everybody else. I don't think she's all that hot. That's just right. I, like, I like her vibe. I think I would like her more if I was younger. Being now I'm a little bit older. If I was if, if I was back in my twenties, I mm-hmm. I would her a little bit more. But yeah, she's mm-hmm. for me. Um, as for male uh, underground artists, it's kind of hard for me to name three because I could name a few that I fuck with heavy. But uh, I say oils. Um, O I Y O O L Z. Uh-huh. Oils. Uh, from- a slick talking Stevie. He come from Philly. 
listen, this dude right here is oils is from Philly. Yeah. Okay. When I say ball, his wordplay is fucking phenomenal. That's all I'm gonna say. Wordplay is fucking phenomenal, and they call him boy slick talking Stevie for a fucking reason. They Trump. call him slick slick talking Stevie. Slick talking Stevie. Okay. The bull talk slick. He talk heavy. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I did a versus oils versus J Bro D. Check uh -huh. that on the fuck out. It's on my YouTube channel. Check it out. The bull crazy with the bars. Crazy. Uh, then uh, I think I'm gonna go with my man Armageddon. Um, he coming from Las Vegas, so. Okay. Armageddon is different. He different. Like he's like a fuck. Tech nine mixed with Scarface, mixed with Bone Thugs, oh. mixed with fuck Prodigy. Oh wow, wow. When I say this dude, like every song I listen to, <clears throat> like he got that, he got that speedy flow. Uh huh. But he's not like like you know with Bone Thug. And and Twister, they had a fast flow, but they was trying to. They fast flow consisted of a bunch of different syllables. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Ain't, he ain't like that. His his fast flow is all words, and you hear every word. Oh okay. Like, I gotta check him out. Cause I fuck with Scarface. You mentioned Scarface. I, I, I like Scarface. First of all, Scarface is the greatest rapper alive. It's definitely up there. Hold on, my bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not up there. Scarface, the greatest rapper that has ever touched the mic. It's just that simple. You ask any fucking hip hop artist that has ever came out, and they'll tell you that Scarface is the greatest rapper that has ever touched the mic. He is. Well, the we're a little got a little gap in age. I mean, me personally, I just I love J Cole. I love that type of rap. So. And J Cole will tell you that Scarface is. I'm sure he will. Yeah, I, it's definitely not whole because they try to make it seem like it's Jay Z, and I'm like, no. Real shit. And the third one, um, <laughs> the the third one is kind of difficult for me because it's 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 a few people that I would say y'all gotta check out, man. Because it all the but it all depends on your vibe. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people with so I listen to a lot of people with so many different vibes. Matter of fact, easy to general. Easy to general. You got where, where's he from? He's from he's from Atlanta, but right okay. now he's living in fuck. I don't know, Arizona or some shit like that. No, no okay. Nevada, I don't know. Some okay up there. Easiest one of them dudes where you can't listen to one of his songs and not feel him. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is when you listen to his music. Uh-huh. Not one of those, I'ma just put some words down. Everything is well thought out and well executed. He got a song called Pim Das. Any of y'all out there know what Pim Das means? Listen to that. Nah, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen to the song. The song is called Pim Das. And the way he breaks it breaks this song down is like the ball. All all six of the artists that I named. Uh-huh. All six of the artists that I named have the potential to be in the top of the rap game. But the thing is, a lot of people don't want to pay attention to the underground to hear these type of artists. No, they don't. They don't. That's why I want to incorporate that because I know you're a hip hop head. Like I said, I know a lot of my listeners are men. So maybe, you know, get them a little exposure, you know, yeah, with the definitely. people I do have. Yeah. Everybody I just named, 
Go check E E Z E Y D A General. All the info anyway before like before I post anything so I can get it from so I could just have it all out so they could definitely check it out because all I'm, all I'm for everybody trying to win, you know. So I want to see people win. I want them, I need be something different. I'm just tired of tired of the bullshit, especially with the women and fuck dick sex. Like, okay, we get it, we get it. We yeah. understand. You don't want to hear about how you how somebody got their dick suck every song that's not old to you yet? Yeah, that's just what like already. I thought that's what everybody wanted to hear. So no. somebody said to me one day, <laughs> the chick ain't talking about sex. They won't even listen. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, when you, I mean, I guess maybe in my younger years when, you know, I'm getting ready to go out and maybe, but like, you know, I like shit to stimulate my mind. I like, like, oh, dang, you heard what that nigga, you heard what she said? Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's kind of like how I feel about even with Nicki Minaj, you know, her antics lately has been a little, but I do think she can rap. Okay. You know, I'll say something that's probably gonna piss a lot of people off. I have never been a fan of Nicki Minaj ever. Oh, you ain't the only one. My cousin, he be like, she's corny. <laughs> never done it for me. The whole, I'm, I'm not into the gimmick rap. Yeah, me, yeah. She, she has been a gimmick from start to finish, and everybody's like, oh my goodness, she is so great. No, she's a, she's a gimmick that people fell for. I'm not even a. In the beginning, I was a fan of Drake. After about three albums, Drake became a gimmick to me. Yeah, and Drake, like, he lost me. We're like, he lost me. Drake lost me because it was between him and J. Cole, but J. Cole always kind of like, I feel like, stay true. Lyrically, lyrically, Drake has never been able to fuck with J. Cole. Nah, hell no. So, so you like you like Kendrick or J. Cole? Which one? Because that's a big debate, too. Uh, they're tired of me. Ty? Nah, I like, I like J. Cole. I can't, I can't put one above the other because even though people don't want to admit it, they have completely different styles. Oh, totally different. But lyrically, lyrically, both them dudes is like I'm gonna be honest with you. I was upset they were supposed to do an album together. I was upset. and it never came out. Yeah, that that album never came out. I was too, forward to that. It's too late now. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I, if that bitch dropped today, I'm listening to it for the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big Kendrick fan, so it's a little bit hard. But you know, I am trying to be more open minded because once I'm like kind of like closed minded, I just I don't want to listen. But like, I do need to give people a chance. The thing with Kendrick is Kendrick don't give you those easy witty punchlines. Kendrick yeah. give you shit that makes you actually sit down and think about what he just said. Yeah, that's the shit I like though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like J Cole does that for me, but. That's why I fuck with Kendrick heavy. Kendrick, Kendrick is that dude where you can't just pop his album on and listen to it one time and say I heard it. You yeah, got to his album three, four, five times before you can actually say you listen to his album. Yeah, yeah. First time, I hate that. The first time you shit, didn't catch ninety percent of what he said. Yeah, like I listened one time, it was whack, or it was. I'm like, did you even listen? Like, you know. But yeah, you don't listen to music the same. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, in closing, like, what advice do you give anyone starting out anything, like, whether it's rap, podcasting, just whatever? Like, what do you give, being that you've been consistent for, you said, four, four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so what do you get? Like, people like myself, because, you know, I have my moments where I'm just like, I don't feel like it. You know what I mean? So what advice? Like, you know, I'm, I'm actually asking for, for inspiration for you and just for others. Like, what do you, what, what would you give? If nobody has ever told you that something you did wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Then you need to know that nothing you ever did was good. That's dope. You have wow, to. Wow, I never. An honest person going to keep it a being with you and tell you that wasn't a good episode. Yeah. It wasn't a good song. Those bars didn't hit. 
but the average person is going to tell you, oh, yeah, you good, even though they didn't yeah. actually listen to you because they don't want to hurt your feelings. You got to get your feelings hurt to know how to get better. You learn, you learn more from your mistakes than anything else. That's why I always ask for feedback. No, That's... <laughs> never ask for feedback. No? Okay. Here's, here's what I tell you to do. I be wanting it, though, because I be wanting to know, like, what, no. what can I do better, you know? I'll tell you how you get real reactions from people. Play your shit without people knowing it's you. Oh, okay. That's when people going to keep it real. I used to go around people that I didn't know, especially I start a new job. Uh-huh. I just happened to be in a break room listening to my music. At least one person will walk in and be like, man, that shit trash. <laughs> or at least one person will walk in and say, oh, shit, who that? Uh-huh. Play your podcast for motherfuckers that don't know it's you. Because contrary to popular belief, you know what your voice sounds like, but they don't know what your voice yeah. sounds like on the mic. So go to work and just have your podcast playing on your phone. And a motherfucker going to say, oh, shit, who that right there? What are you listening to? The person is asking you, what are you listening to? Uh-huh. Nine out of ten, they like it. That's why they want to know. Okay. When you ask people to give me feedback, they're going to tell you that it's good because they feel like they're going to hurt your feelings. Even if they can't stand that shit can be horrible. Horrible. Uh-huh. Them. But they're going to tell you that, oh, man, that shit, was, that shit wasn't bad. It was, it was okay. Because in their minds, if I tell you that it's trash, I'm hurting your feelings and uh-huh. I don't want to be that person. Fuck no. Don't ask me for real because I'm going to tell you real. Yeah. I wasn't feeling it. I didn't, I've lost homies because I told them I didn't like a song. Oh, shit. They wasn't your homies then at the end of the day. No. I ain't going <laughs> to say they wasn't my homies. I wasn't their homie. Mm. A re- your real homie going to keep it out, going to be real with you. I've played shit for my real homies and they like, yo, bro, you done came way harder on that on this shit. Pause. You done came way harder than that. Like, what the fuck was that, bro? Like, you got to redo that shit. Even if it was just the energy, it might not have been the wordplay. Yo, your energy is off on that. Track. I've heard way better. Like, what, what is that? Come on, give me something better than that. That's what your real homie's going to do. The motherfuckers that's riding your coattail going to be like, oh, man, that shit fire. Even though they know it's trash and it's never going nowhere. But I mean, I feel like your real homies wouldn't not be friends with you after that either, too. That's how I kind of like uh, meant by that. That's why I'm kind of like meant by that everybody can't take criticism mm-hmm. some people i ain't gonna say some people when it comes to people's art when it comes to people's craft everybody takes it seriously so when you hear a motherfucker tell you that it's not good some people can't take that some people don't know how to take that some people nowadays it's called hating if you yeah yeah good i'm hating on it i'm not hating on it i'm trying to help you get better what people don't know is this, right? Me on this low level, way down here where I'm at. If I tell you that it's not good, imagine what they're gonna tell you way up there. Huh. And the thing is, the thing is, they're gonna say it way harsh than I said it. Oh, yeah, they are. They're gonna tell you straight up, that's not good. Get the fuck out. <laughs> at, least, at least I'm gonna say, yo, it wasn't good because of this, 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 and this. They ain't gonna give you no advice on how to fix it. They just gonna tell you that shit was trash. Uh-huh. Out my office is just that simple. Yeah. Again, if a motherfucker never ever, a motherfucker never once told you that your shit wasn't good, you should just automatically know that your shit ain't good. Just automatically know it. 
You want to hear at least one person tell you it's not good. And when they tell you it's not, don't act like a little bitch Uh getting your feelings. Ask them what can you do better. That's how you get better. Okay. Okay. Well, that's... That was that was dope. That was inspirational. And, you know, you've been an inspiration to me. The little time I didn't know, you know, I felt like I knew you for a while. I appreciate all the great things you say to me. I appreciate the friendship we built. And I appreciate you taking your time out on this Friday night to just do this with me. Get me out of my comfort zone. Um, appreciate you having me here. Yeah, it's yeah. big. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy I finally got it done. So, you know. But yeah, definitely check them out. All on a table. That's A L O O N D A T A B L E. Raw assass. And yeah, that's what I got for y'all. Peace out. Deuces. <laughs>